This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, all my pet parents out there, all my listeners listening to Best Bets for Pets. I'm your show host, Michelle Fern, and I have a guest today that designed something that has never been designed for dogs. They are incredible, and I'm excited to have her on and tell you about it. Um, Yes, we're going to wait till after this break. So we'll be right back after this break, and I'm going to tell you, you're going to learn about one of the most amazing things you can get for your dog. We'll be right back. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. When we put him on the Dynavite, he took right to it. All of these symptoms disappeared. Dynavite is nutrition. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. Something that he actually likes to eat. You need to put him on Dynavite. Dynavite for life. If you love your dog, you don't just want him healthy, you want him to be happy. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Lisa Baranoff. She is the CEO and founder of Walkie Paws. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, thanks for being on Best Bets for Pets. And we gave a little bit of an intro that was very, most people are saying, what could this be? But you designed the first ever leggings for dogs. I did. Yes. Okay. And for everybody listening, they're probably perplexed. Like, what is a legging for dog? Why do dogs need leggings? And first, tell us a little bit about about you and then how did you come to design walkie paws? Okay, so um, my background is I am originally from South Africa. You'll probably hear a bit of an accent. I moved to the United States in 1996, and my background is in marketing, working for big companies like Revlon, Mattel Toys, and Serity Hosiery, doing new product development and advertising and marketing. And then I um, had my daughter about 10 or 12 years ago and decided not to work anymore, and I spent time just with my kids. I have two dogs that I absolutely adore. I'm obsessed with dogs. And I had a really big issue about three years ago with my older dog, Toffee. He's a Cocker Spaniel. And he got really bad stomach upset one winter and was just violently ill for a while. And my vet said to me what had happened is he'd walked outside in the snow and picked up the salt on his paws and had licked his paws and that was what made him sick. And the vet said to me, that happens a lot with dogs in the city because I live in Manhattan. And he said to me, you just have to get dog boots and put those on. And I'm like, dog boots? I didn't even know what he was talking about. And then I went into research mode and I literally bought, I think, every single pair of dog boots imaginable because I kept on having the same problem with all of the dog booties I got. And that was that it's very hard to get four individual boots onto a dog. I don't know if you've ever tried doing that, but dogs don't like their paws being touched. And it's just very, you almost need two people to get the the dog booties on. 
And then the issue is once you get them on, because they rely on being really tight around a dog's ankles, they're very uncomfortable. So my dog like sort of lifted his ankle up and looked at me and wouldn't put his foot down. He was like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just, I, like, I can relate because I've, I've had different types of dog booties on Best Pets for Pets. And I tried my oldest dog, Mr. Z. He's now really a grandpa dog. He's going to be 15 soon. And Aww. if you even go near his paws, he becomes like he's possessed. You can't even go near. It. I mean, there is, he's crazy. So if I had to put, when he was younger, it was okay. Now it would be really difficult. And then once you get one or two on, sometimes by the on the third leg, they'll knock the first one off. Well, that was my exact problem. I was like, okay, so it's hard getting them on and then they're uncomfortable when they're on. And then if you eventually get outside in the snow and whatever, eventually maybe one or two of them will fall off. So I sort of put my marketing brain on and I was like, this is not working for me. I need a solution. There's just nothing available that really stays on and that dogs want, you know, are, are, or tolerate wearing. So I just had this brainwave one day and I came running up to my apartment and because I was in the hosiery industry working on pantyhose, I took a pair of hosiery that I had, pantyhose, and I took two pairs and tied them. If you can imagine, put them on my dog's front paws and back paws and tied them in a big bow or a knot on his back. And that was the initial, you know, germ of the idea, which was that if these booties were attached to a legging, so if, if you can imagine like a rubber booty that was totally waterproof, but then sewn onto like an, a, a lycra spandex legging that we as women all wear all the time now with the athleisure trend, and then attached over the dog's back, then it would solve all the problems because A, it's sort of because you've got a legging, you can just slip your dog's leg into it. You don't have to fiddle with their paws. It suspends over the back. So it gives you leverage to be able to do it by yourself. And then once they're on, they rely on being over the back so they don't have to be tight around the ankle. So, in fact, walkie paws are loose around the ankle. And then they all connect together as a system on your dog's back so they don't fall off. And if by some chance they're not tight, and tight enough because there's a, an adjustment mechanism on the back and one of the paws slips out during a walk, you can just slip the paw back in again. You don't lose the whole boot. So that was the initial idea. And then, um, you know, putting my marketing hat on, I thought to myself, there's a huge trend in the pet industry towards humanization, where we're all treating our dogs like we would ourselves, and we humanizing our pets. And there was, and there is the huge athleisure trend where I walk around and most of my friends do all day long in our, in our leggings, our comfortable leggings. So I thought to myself, why not introduce fun, fashion-forward leggings for dogs? And that way you'd have the functional aspect of the booty that would keep their paws protected but you'd have the fun of the legging. And what actually happened by launching that is I realized it actually had an even bigger benefit in that most booties only cover your dog's paws, whereas the legging actually goes all the way up the leg. So a lot of people have said to me that, you know, that's really convenient because in winter, especially when it snows and you get the snow bunched in dog's fur, this prevents that from happening. So it really protects all the way up the leg. So that was the that was the beginning of walkie paws. You know, that's something that is so clever. And people that are listening are probably thinking, that's like a tap your head and go, why didn't I think of that? But that it makes total sense. And I've seen on your website is walkiepaws.com, correct? 
Yes, correct. And I've seen on the website, the dogs are walking, you know, wearing them, no problem. And they, and there's all different sizes. I didn't see any Great Danes, but mostly, you know, small dogs, medium dogs, some larger dogs. You make all sizes, right? We do. Actually, um, when we launched Michelle, we just had three sizes, which covered about 75% of all dogs on the market. So we just launched with small, medium, large. And then when these really took off and were, you know, more of a success than I thought they would be, and people started riding in and saying, you know, I have a teeny dog. Can you do an extra small or I have a large dog? So we then relaunched in November of last year and we introduced an extra small for teeny, teeny, tiny dogs, sort of the teacup um, breeds. And then we introduced an extra large, which isn't quite for a, a Great Dane, but it would fit a Burmese mountain dog, for example. Oh, that's pretty so big. We do have, yeah. So we do have, a, you know, the gamut of, of sizing. Now we have, however, realized that sizing is very tricky because we are the first company that are have launched a product where you actually need to figure out the size of your dog's paw. And you also need to take into account how tall your dog is. Because as you can imagine, you get all different types of paw shapes and then you get dogs who have skinny paws but are very tall, like a Dalmatian, or you have dogs, you know, that have very thick paws that are short. So they're all these different shapes and sizes. So it's actually been a very interesting journey. And we are going to be adjusting our sizing a little bit to take that into account because we've realized we're really missing. We, we go from, from extra small to large and the, and the product gets increasingly longer. But we aren't really taking into account that there are, so to speak, extra small tall dogs. So we always need a size in between. That's for the skinny paws, but the tall dog. So that it's been um, it's been an interesting exercise. So we work for a, a, the large majority, about eighty percent of all you know dogs on the market. But we have had some people phone in and say it's not really working because my dog's you know very tall and it's got, and got very thin you know paws. So we are constantly working on new ways to make the product even better. So that's something that's in the works right now. So is the bottom of the legging has, it's almost like a little, like a little shoe for the dog, right? The bottom part isn't, yes. is, it's not just part, material. There's some rubber or something at the bottom. Exactly. So that was the biggest challenge I had when I thought of this idea with the pantyhose, because initially I just had a cut and sew legging made. And then I realized that wasn't going to work because the part that's on the ground needs to be totally waterproof. And anything that's cut and sewed that has puncture, you know, stitches in it is not going to be waterproof. So we um, launched with a rubber legging. So it's it's a molded part. So there's absolutely no seams and it's rubber. The challenge is it needs to be thin enough so the dogs can feel the ground when they walk and thick enough to be somewhat durable. So that's where we, we tread a fine line because when you go too thick, the dogs don't want to walk in them because it's the same thing as boots again. They just don't like the feeling. And when you go too thin, then they're not as durable as they should be. So in our new and improved version that we launched in November, we actually added little grippies to the bottom of the rubber, which are like, if you can imagine on like baby socks where you have the little grips, the little dots. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like that. So it gives you extra traction as well for the snow and when it's slippery and icy. So that is totally waterproof, made out of rubber, and then it's sewn onto a legging that's like a spandex lacquer. That's a four-way stretch, very comfortable for your dog, and really super easy to get on and off. And it, and it also adjusts over the back 
with an adjust, in fact, two adjustable connectors for the back and the front legs. So you can sort of push in on the cord stopper and make the product looser or tighter over the back on the front and the back paws. And that helps us adjust the sizing within each size. So even within a size medium, let's say, we still fit a, a, a wide range of dogs because you can adjust it over the back. That's so clever. Okay, we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and we're going to tell you why you need walking paws even if you don't live in a place where there's a lot of snow or if it's not snow time but you know another season we'll be right back hey everyone michelle fern here i have the perfect gift for mother's day you know i can't visit my mother-in-law as much as i'd like to and that's why i love the skylight frame it's a touchscreen photo frame that you can email photos to and they appear in seconds so my mother-in-law can see the pictures right away and i have a great savings for you just go to skylightframe.com slash pet and you'll save ten dollars that's right s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t-f-r-a-m-e.com slash pet p-e-t and you'll save ten dollars and get ready to receive sheer happiness thank yous from your recipient because they will love this let's talk pets let's talk pets on pet life radio pet life radio PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Lisa Baranoff, and she's the CEO and founder of Walkie Paws, which are the first doggy leggings. And it's wonderful how much thought and just attention to detail that you put into the walkie paws, Lisa. And I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, you know, I don't live where it snows. However, sometimes, you know, the ground's very hot. Sometimes where I live, it gets, I'm living down South Florida. So a lot of rain, it gets muddy out here. One of my dogs has furry feet. So that's, you know, a good reason. If your dog has furry paws and they grow fast and they're hard to trim all the time. And one little irritant in a paw could send you to the vet and be very expensive and very hard on your fur kit. So there's a lot of, you know, reasons why walkie paws could just make your life and your fur baby's life so much better. I mean, and easier and pain, less, less pain for your dog as well. Exactly. In fact, it's interesting you say that because while walkie paws sales do spike when it snows and in the winter months, we still have consistent sales throughout the entire year. And we have people using them for a wide variety of, of reasons. Some you touched on. Um, one of them is hot pavements. When pavements get really hot in the summer, this totally protects the paws because not only does the rubber protect from the heat, but it's also because we've got the tiny grippies that lift the paw sort of off the ground a little bit. It keeps them elevated off that very hot pavement as well. So it's great for the heat. It's also been great for a lot of dogs that have allergies. I didn't actually realize this, but a lot of people have written in and told me it's been fabulous for grass allergies and pollen allergies and dogs who kind of lick their paws the whole time. So it's been really great for that too. 
And as we say on our packaging, um, Walkie Paws keeps your dog's paws clean, dry, and germ-free. So definitely it helps with the dryness. So in the, in the rainy season, while it's raining and even after it's rained, when the, the grass and the, you know, the parks are all muddy, it's a tremendous help. And that's been great for me because I used to have to take my dog home from the park, put him in a bath. It was an incredible ordeal. Dry him off. It was a whole procedure. And now I just put the walkie paws on, we go for the walk, I come back, I take them off, can rinse them under cold water, and we leave the the dirt and the germs outside. And the other reason why a lot of people are using them is to keep their homes germ-free and, you know, to keep all the, the yak from the streets outside and not bring that into your home. And it's interesting that now that people are just much more aware of of germs and viruses with everything that's going on, we suddenly saw a very big uptick in sales over the past like week or so. And we've had a lot of people phoning customer service and buying them because they say to us, you know, I'm, I'm hearing all about washing my hands and all of that, but what about my dog's paws? They're walking all over the streets of, you know, these big cities and coming back and jumping in my bed bringing right. all those germs into the house. So walkie paws are actually an amazing way to wash your dog's paws when you come home because you take them off, your dog's paws are totally clean and you just rinse the walkie paws and have them ready, you know, to go out for your next walk. So I think that's been a really, you know, even before all of the, you know, neurosis now with viruses and germs, even before then, we had people writing and saying that, you know, this is great to keep my house clean. My dog sleeps in my bed. I don't want to have all these germs in my bed. So um, that's been another reason people have been using them. And interestingly enough, that happened to me too, because I developed them because of the snow. But even after the snowy season, when I walk my, walk my dogs in Manhattan, it's really dirty on the, on the sidewalks and dogs are stepping and other dogs miss and they're stepping on all sorts of trash and, and yuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, you just literally take them off and, and, and rinse them. And you can put them in the washing machine as well. So I use them, obviously, on my dog all the time. I mean, I've just got used to using them. And that's what I do. And a lot of people have told me they've started doing that too. It's a way to sort of prevent what people call street feet, which is kind of funny. And a, a friend of mine actually said, now I'm finally going to get a dog. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, now that you have walkie paws, I don't have to have street feet in my apartment. So I thought that was kind of funny. You know, that makes a lot of sense because a lot of people take off their shoes and don't wear shoes in their home. But with their dogs, they take their dogs, you know, are outside. Even if the dogs are just in your yard, there's still a lot of nasty stuff on the ground. And wipes are good. They can do only so much, though, because you can't get up into the paws. You know, I do like wipes. Mr. Z has furry paws. Wipes, he's not a wipes kind of guy. It's hard for him to me to wipe everything out because of the furry paws, you know. And even when they're trimmed as best as they can, it's still an issue. So the walkie paws are great because I don't have to worry about that. And right. Yeah, you're right. It's for street feet. Yes, great idea. Okay, everybody that's listening. Now, one more thing I think that people might be interested in hearing. How are the dogs with having something tied on their, you know, it's tied across on the back. It seems like it's very comfortable in all the dogs that I watched and when I tried. But in general, do you have any dogs that have to get used to it a little bit or 
Yes, I, no, 100%. What we found from our research is dogs that have worn dog boots or so, some sort of dog shoes in the past are much more tolerant of putting on the walkie paws because they're used to having something on their feet. So it takes, it might still take them a few minutes to get used to their sensation, but they take to it right away. Dogs that have never, ever had any clothing or footwear put on them before, it does take one or two times for them to get used to it. But what is so interesting is once they've got them, you've got them on, and it take, it take, it's a little bit of a, you know, the first time you put them on, you just got to read the instructions and figure it out. And you kind of figure it out very, very easily and very quickly, and it gets easier. But once they're on, and the dog may do a funny walk for the first few steps, uh, the first few seconds, and we actually love seeing that walk. We call it the walkie waddle. And we've actually got a lot of, a lot of people have um, posted that, which is really cute and really funny. And it's almost like a happy product. People find it hilarious and they laugh at their dogs during this funny walk. But the interesting thing is the minute they get going and you put them on a leash with a treat and get going, they completely forgot, forget they're wearing them. And the other very interesting thing is for the times that I've had my dog, most times, you know, people take them off when you come home. But I, I have an older dog, a cock spaniel, who's 15. And he slips and slides on our wooden floors. So I actually have put them on him indoors to prevent him from slipping on the wood. And the very interesting thing is once they're on, they don't try and take them off. So he'll be lying in his dog bed with the things on and all day long walking around. And I'm like fascinated that they don't use their, their mouths or anything to try and get them off. It's almost like they, get, they kind of forget they're there after, you know, a couple of minutes or maybe like, you know, five minutes or so once they get used to it. So it's an interesting thing. And I think all different dogs have different personalities. Um, I, I hear the gamut. I have two dogs. My one dog runs away when he sees the walkie paws. He doesn't like them. I put them on him in any case because he needs to wear them and he's fine once he gets going, but he doesn't like wearing them. My other dog is so excited when he sees them because he knows he's going out. But nonetheless, you know, dogs, I don't think were intended to wear shoes. But unfortunately, it's a necessity sometimes. You know, we don't want them to burn their feet. We don't want them to get, um, you know, salt on, on the ground on their feet. There's all sorts of reasons. So you sort of put them on and they get used to them very, very, very quickly. That is true. I mean, I have both my dogs wearing something for incontinent problems. And at first I thought this is never, ever going to work. And now when I have to change out the pad or something, they just wait. They wait for it. And it doesn't bother them. And for one, the old, older one that's bigger, I thought there's no way this is going to be, you know, so difficult. You know, he's old. He doesn't like clothes or anything on him. But no right. problem. And did you ever make walkie paws with incontinent pads attached to them? Maybe that might be good for the older dogs. Interesting. That's an interesting. No, we have never thought of that. We've thought of many, many things, but that's one thing we haven't thought of. Yeah, but it is interesting with the dogs, though, because even my one who doesn't like them so much, he's sort of got used to them. So I start putting them on, and then he actually lifts his little paw because he knows the one paw goes in, and then he lifts the Aww. other paw. It's kind of part of the routine. But, you know, so I'm not going to say all dogs are going to be thrilled to put these on, but I have heard from people that some of them love it. Some dogs I just go and grab the walkie paws and bring them to their owner. They're like, I want to go walking. So it sort of depends on your dog's personality. But I will say that compared to other options, this is by far the easiest and the most comfortable for your dog. You know, putting the, the boots on is just almost impossible. 
And this makes it very manageable and very easy once you get used to it. So it just kind of becomes part of your routine. You put them on, you walk, you take them off, you rinse them. And, you know, we often say to people buy two because that way you have one to wear and one to wash. So, you know, if it's snowing or it's really dirty, you can throw one in the washing machine and, you know, have the other pair to wear. And you can also experiment with buying some of our different patterns because we have really fun patterns in the lines. So um, there's, you know, all different types of of colors and styles. And what's also been interesting for me is when I initially launched these, I launched with four different patterns, all very, very different. And I was thinking for sure one of them would sell and the others wouldn't. And they all sold. I mean, some more than others, but it is very interesting that sort of different people want different things for their dogs. And some people want their dogs to just blend in and they will purchase the brown that we've had, we call it cocoa, in the line for a long time. And so many people have now come and asked me, you know, um, through the internet and on email when I'm launching black. And the interesting thing is I didn't think I wanted to launch black because it looked so much like hosiery to me. It looked like a dog in pantyhose. (laughs) And I was like, that's not what this brand is about. This is a fun, you know, fun, functional brand. And all my other patterns are, are bright and colorful and fun. So I sort of resisted doing black, but because we had this overwhelming demand, we actually are just about to launch black. I think it's going to launch tomorrow on our website. And what was very interesting on our photographic shoot is we had dogs of different colors and we call it now you see it, now you don't. Because the fascinating thing is on a black dog, you don't see them, which could be great for some people like men, for example. I don't think men really want to be walking their dogs in leggings. So the black blends in with a black dog and you don't even see it. And then on a dog that's a tan color or cream, you read, it really stands out and it looks you know, very obvious and very chic. So we have just added black to the, you know, to the pattern line. Well, it's kind of very Manhattan style because I know in Manhattan with, I don't mean a stereotype, but I do know that the fashionable color, and I've lived in New York many, many years ago, but the fashionable color for women is black. They wear a ton of black. A hundred percent. And actually that's what our PR is all about. We talk about the little black dress for you. Yep. LBL for your dogs, the little black legging. Yeah. And we go further because all of us have our black leggings. It's a staple, the Lululemon or whatever brand legging that you're walking around in. So you can now match your dog. Your dog can be in, in, your, in, in his or her black leggings. You can be in your black leggings. and You, you can go walking and, um, you know, walking around town and matching, which is really cool. There you go. Now, where can people purchase Walkie Paws? So we sell primarily on our website. And the address is www.walkiepaws.com, spelled with two E's. And then we are also available on Amazon. We have some of these styles on Amazon, but the full line is on the website. And um, I should also tell you that we did branch out late last year into launching more than just leggings because we got a request from, you know, lots of requests from people for other dog walking products that would match the leggings. So we sort of broadened our mission to we provide fashionable, functional ways to walk with your dog. So it's anything to do with a dog walk. And we've launched um, leashes that match with the different patterns. We have a cool reversible harness that actually has two patterns, one on each side, and you can reverse it to match the leggings. Um, For winter, we have a puffer coat And for going into spring now, we have just launched a very iconic yellow raincoat that matches with the classic leggings, our bestseller, which is like a menswear plaid 
pattern. So the inside's lined with that and the hood is lined with that. So it's very chic and that looks good really with the black leggings too. So we sort of have a whole walking fashion statement for your dog, should you want that. So um, those are all available on our website only. It sounds like your dog needs, you know, your dog might need its own closet, you know, maybe a small closet, but, but its own little or a portion of yours, you know, so... My poor dogs, they go running. They see me coming because I've, I've always got these new, weird and wonderful ideas to try on them. And they're like, oh, my God, here she comes again. Something oh, gosh. But such great ideas. So clever. And people can go to walkiepaws.com and order. And I'm sure you have the great instructions on, you know, measuring and all of that. So Absolutely. Yeah, it really goes by what people need to know is they need to measure the width of their dog's paw and the height of their dog. And that's all detailed on our website because that's really where the sizing comes. And we do have a sizing guide by breed, but it's not exact because even within breeds, you get such a variance in height and paw width. That's um, it's crazy the amount of things I've learned about dogs. It's just yes. so many sizes. Yeah, so much. And then there's even within, there's so many mutts out there that it's... Exactly. That's so why also designer hybrids, you know, a lot of like my dog, my puppy's a golden doodle. And, you know, those are mixtures and they range from mini golden doodles that are small to huge. So you can't really go just by the breed anymore. It's not easy to be as specific as that. So that's our big challenge. The sizing is, is, is really interesting. Well, it's good that you have great instructions. And Lisa, I know you also do some giving back to, I think it's, is it a local shelter? that you sponsor? Well, actually, we we do give back because because dogs are my passion and I'm, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a dog lover. So that's always been part of the mission of the brand. So we, on a regular basis, we give back 2%. So 2% of all your purchases go immediately back to charities of your choice. We partnered with, with the organization called Shopping Gives. So as you check out, it gives you the option to choose from a number of different dog charities and we will make the donation of 2%. So basically you shop and we give. But what we did do in February, for the whole month of February for Valentine's Day, is we partnered with Muddy Paws Rescue in, in an effort to help rescue pets find their special someone in February. And there we gave away 14% of sales. So 14% of our sales in February went to Muddy Paws Rescue to help those dogs get um, adopted because... That like, truly breaks my heart, seeing these these gorgeous, adorable, fabulous dogs that need a home. Uh, that's wonderful that you do that. And I'm going to tell you a sweet little story, and it's very short, but it'll probably make you feel good. My um, sister-in-law, this is a shout-out to Gail, just adopted. She unfortunately... Well, she unfortunately lost her um, Cocker Spaniel about oh, a couple months ago, and she wanted to get puppy. She wasn't sure, and she actually adopted a senior dog, a 12-year-old uh, Pomeranian. Oh, my goodness. That's that, so fabulous. That is so fabulous. Yeah. That yeah. makes me very happy. Yeah, because, I mean, I you know, I spent some time with Muddy Paws and meeting their dogs, and it's just it broke my heart that the older ones are the ones that don't really go so easily. It's that, you know, people want the puppies and the younger cute dogs. So I think that's fabulous. She read the story and the dog was going to be sent to a kill shelter because it was fostered. It was, you know, after so long. And they said, you know, the dog's sweet, but, you know, quiet. She bought the dog toys, brought the dog home. You'd think it was a puppy. <laughs> so Aww. Ruby's doing great. 
and and Ruby and Gail are very happy. So it's um just a nice uh, story that uh, comes from I'm sure a lot of your rescues. You know when you're able to give back like that because it helps fund them and they're able to just maybe keep the dogs a little longer. Hopefully they'll be adopted and just, you know, do more for them. But, um, you know, it's interesting because um, part of our promotion for that this Valentine's Day promotion was asking people to send a picture of themselves and their dog and tell us their doggy love story, something about their dog. And we got a ton of people writing in that had actually rescued dogs and spoke about how it changed their lives. And these dogs were just so fabulous. So I think that's great. Yep. We're all about adopt, don't shop. Although yes. I do respect when people want to buy, you know, purebred from, from legit breeders. That's fine. But personally, I, I hit the shelters. That's just how I, how I do things, you know. But there's also a lot of um, breeder rescues too. But that's yeah, a whole, that's a whole other show. <laughs> I think there's, there's some breeders that, you know, most breeders that are fabulous. And I, my dog, oh, of course. my cocker spaniel is purebred from a fantastic breeder. And I, I needed a hypoallergenic dog because my son's allergic. So I couldn't really rescue because I just wasn't sure of what I was getting. But I, uh, you know, I just think I just love all dogs and just uh, it's sort of very dear to my heart. So great number in this industry. I'm not saying anything against breeders. There's so many wonderful breeders. I think my first my first dog was from a breeder because he was a purebred German Shepherd. But mm-hmm. there's unfortunately some that are not, and that ruins it for the so many that are you know just doing such a wonderful job and like you said hypoallergenic and and maybe creating breeds that are so that other you know people can have pets and that make their life better. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on Best Beds for Pets and telling us all about Walkie Paws. And that was one of the most interesting products I've ever heard of. Leggings for your dogs. And they do so, they just do so good for your dogs. And I tried them on Mr. Z and I thought this is never going to work with him because he's an old dude and he's picky. And he liked them. I was shocked and he has furry paws. So it did well to, you know, keep his feet clean, which is the whole whole point of it, especially as he gets older. So for everyone listening, you can go to Pet Life Radio and you can go to the Best Bets for Pets tab and you can look for the show and or you can do a search on our homepage and there will be information on the product and a link to the website, which is walkiepaws.com. So thank you, Lisa, for coming on. Thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guest sound fabulous. Thanks to Mr. Z for being my main tester dude for Walkie Paws. And thanks to everyone that's listening to Best Bets for Pets. I appreciate you so much. We are going to be celebrating our 10-year birthday. You can also see some products starting in the next few months, even some of our past products, and that will be on Instagram, at Michelle Fern Pet. So um, looking forward to sharing all of that with you. So keep listening. You never know what kind of product we're going to find. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.